Well, after months of anger and frustration, Qantas shareholders are about to have their say when the airline holds its annual general meeting later this morning. The company's board is facing hostile questions on a number of fronts, with the Qantas reputation in tatters after delayed and cancelled flights, lost baggage and allegations from the consumer watchdog that it sold fares for flights that didn't exist. The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan has been following this saga and will be listening in. Peter joins us now. Peter, what can we expect given the high levels of anger at the way that Qantas has been run? Well, uh, good morning, Tom. Where do you start? I think you can yeah. definitely say it will be a robust meeting uh, with big and small shareholders angry and unhappy at the damage to the Qantas reputation and, more importantly, the failure of Qantas senior management and board to fix the issues. Uh, the Qantas board will be bracing for an investor backlash and potentially a no vote on the remuneration report as a protest about uh, what top senior managers are getting in their pay packet, mainly for former Chief Executive Alan Joyce's um, big exit payout, potentially more than $20 million, but also board members who are meant to be there on the board to oversee risk and reputation. Were they asking the right questions about the strategy? Or was Alan Joyce's uh, CEO so overpowering that their questions uh, were unheard or bulldozed? Uh, There's also a lot of anger being directed at board member Todd Sampson, who's there as a PR and marketing guru. What was he doing? Doing in terms of reputation. Then, as you mentioned, you have the ACCC's allegations that Qantas sold fares for flights that didn't exist. And Qantas has this uh, curious legal defence that when you buy a fare, it's not guaranteed, but instead you have a bundle of rights. And then you have the fallout from the High Court ruling that Qantas unlawfully sacked 1,700 ground workers at the height of the pandemic. So, at the very least, this is going to be a very hot AGM. Yeah, as you say, that uh, that defence from Qantas, it'd be interesting to see how that goes down. You're not buying a ticket for a flight, you're buying a, a, a buying a bundle of rights when you purchase an airfare. So there we go. Now, I do note that Richard Goiter, Peter, the, the chairman of Qantas, he is leaving at some time next year as a result of this shareholder anger. Will that be enough? Well, uh, Tom, this is all part of the message from Richard Goiter that uh, Qantas and the board are sorry and they're listening, but they have been deep in damage control. Uh, Mr Goiter told me in an interview a few weeks ago that he had the full support of major shareholders. Well, that seems to be in a lot of doubt given his early departure. Mr Goiter's message will be that action via board renewal is already underway. He's retiring as a chairman sometime early next year. One director is retiring at this AGM and two more will retire at the half-year results in February. Uh, they're also taking action on customer issues, removing expiry data on uh, flight credits, working to improve booking systems. Um, they'll be fronting up, uh, I'd imagine, to the big issues such as those C allegations. But we'll say these are yet to be proven, still before the courts, though that reasoning about a bundle of rights is not necessarily flying in the court of public opinion. So, Tom, a lot of anger and investors are ready to vent it. Here's Rachel Waterhouse, Chief Executive of the Australian Shareholders Association. We're extremely disappointed. There were great news a few months ago as far as the performance of Qantas and how it was going, and things have unravelled since then. There has been uh, fines, compensation. There has also been a CEO selling 90% of his shares the day before the ACCC announced a high federal court action against the company. There's quite a lot to do, and a board that really needs to step up and govern the organisation appropriately. 
So that's Rachel Waterhouse there from the Australian Shareholders Association. Uh, Peter Ryan is still with us. Peter, I've got to ask you, there won't be a, too much soothing music at the Qantas AGM, but there has been some music to the ears this morning with the release of a song called Now and Then. It's billed as the final single from the Beatles. Here's a bit of it. I know it's true. It's all because of you. Highly anticipated now and then the final single from the Beatles. I say this because anyone who knows you knows you're a Beatles devotee. What are you? Have you heard the track? What do you think of it? Oh, Tom, it's uh, proof that the Beatles marketing machine has delivered once again. It's not the greatest Beatles song by any measure, but it was that, the that first would be thing a big I... call <laughs> to yeah. say that. Yeah, <laughs> it was the first thing I listened to though this morning, Tom. I know not everyone's a Beatles fan like me, but it does remind you of how important their music has been in over sixty plus years. I was at the Paul McCartney concert in Sydney on Saturday, and and as we were leaving, the woman behind me told me she'd been watching me and remarked that I sang every single song and knew all the words and giving my age away I said the music had been with me all my life um, ever since I first remember hearing she loves you I want to hold your hand a hard day's night on the radio as a three-year-old and just really been in recent years that I thought how those songs would have sounded to teenagers and young adults and grown-ups even in 1964 after the Kennedy assassination, the Cuban Missile Crisis, the start of the Vietnam War and a very conservative society, particularly in the United States. So the Beatles and that sound, I, I listen to the music and it always sounds like it's the first time for me and I guess that's a, the magic about the Beatles. It must have been pretty powerful uh, being there, watching Paul McCartney as well, Peter. Uh, great to hear your thoughts on that. Thank you very much for joining us uh, this Friday morning. The ABC Senior Business Correspondent and Beatles fanatic Peter Ryan there with uh, his views on uh, on that track. It's called Now and Then, as I say. And Yeah, it's out now, and, and really interesting journey that it took to to get this out. It's it's a demo tape from John Lennon, off the back of my head, uh, sort of 1978 is when I think he wrote it. But uh, it was a cassette that was basically found, artificial intelligence being used to isolate John Lennon's voice from the background uh, keyboard track to actually remove it because it's just on a standard cassette demo tape and uh, then to sort of remaster it, adding in George Harrison as well. Of course, he is, has uh, passed away, you know, 22 years ago. So, And then uh, Ringo Starr and, and, uh, and Paul McCartney added their bits to it as well to create that new track. So a long journey. I, I think that that um, tape first unsurfaced, surfaced about 1994, something like that, and, and artificial intelligence has brought that final track to life now and then. Uh, released by the Beatles today. A bit of a documentary floating around about it from the BBC as to as to how they made it. Highly encourage you to check that out.